heavens for the sky. This morning, I want to speak on the topic, a child to keep, I have. A child to keep, I have. I take my reading from Leviticus chapter 8 and verse 35. Leviticus chapter 8 and verse 35. Let's take it from the New King James Version. Leviticus chapter 8 and verse 35. Therefore, from the New King James Version, Therefore you shall stay at the door of the tabernacle of meeting, day and night, for seven days, and keep the charge of the Lord, so that you may not die. For so I have commanded. Amen. Amen. This morning we thank God that he has given us the opportunity again to come into his presence and also to hear his word. You are aware that we have planned that today we we'll raise an offering for the Lord. But as I reflect and think about what to share with you, the song we sang by Charles Wesley came dropping strongly. So I tried reading the background of that song, and it took me to the scripture I read to you. So in effect, you can read the whole of Leviticus chapter 1. Uh, sorry, chapter 8. And you may get some lessons for yourself if you reflect and meditate on that chapter. That chapter is simply a narration of the consecration, the ordination, the preparing of Aaron and his sons into the priesthood, the day they were consecrated and they were ordained into the priesthood at the command of the Lord through the hands of Moses, the Lord's servant. And it is at the verse 35 that instruction was given after all was said and done that the priest that has been consecrated, that has been set apart, that has been anointed, that has been prepared in the service of the Lord were asked that they should stay at the door of the tabernacle of meeting day and night for seven days. Stay at the door of the tabernacle day and night for seven days and keep the charge of the Lord. And it is 
from that sentence and keep the charge of the Lord that we are chosen the topic, a charge to keep I have. A charge to keep I have. And it is from this very verse that Charles Wesley wrote the song, A Charge to Keep I Have. In, in, in Chi, I was trying to get how I'll say it when I'm preaching at a tree service. And I think it means a sudi, a damison. A sudi, a damison. So a charge to keep is simply to say that there is a burden. There is a burden that has been laid on us. This morning, I want us together, you and I, to, 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 to have it in our mind and heart that the upkeep of this church and everything that goes with it is a charge that has been given to us. It's a charge. It's a responsibility. It's a duty that we have been called to discharge. Hallelujah. The priest has been tasked to stay. That is the responsibility. To stay at the door of the tabernacle. To stay day and night. Continuously for seven days and keep the charge of the Lord. If we will be able to offer out of our heart willingly and do so not under compulsion and do so not murmuring and do so not grudging, we need to look at our service to God as a charge, as a responsibility, as a burden that has been laid on us. A charge I have to keep. I was thinking about Aaron and his sons that have just been consecrated, that has just been ordained for duty, for service. And, and if we can take it from the contemporary settings, then somebody has just finished Bible school and, and has been commissioned, as we use the language in the Church of Pentecost, we commission you into the Lord's vineyard. And, and when you are commissioned, uh, that is a movement that you are happy, right? And so probably you may want to organize a party. You may want to organize what? A party. You will want to celebrate. You will want to put on some garments and, and show that, wow, I have been chosen. I have, I have been made a priest of the Lord. But in this contest, the consecration has been done, but there was no time for celebration. There was no time to show off. Quickly, the assignment is stay at the door of the tabernacle day and 
continuously for seven days. That is a huge duty. And this morning we are calling on you. We are placing on you a huge duty. We are charging you that make an offering unto the Lord so that leadership will help, will manage the resources that you are providing to ensure that we have a good air-conditioned auditorium. A good air-conditioned auditorium. Now that I've said this, let me add this one quickly. Last week, we made our estate chairman to outline to us the things that the estate and leadership have in mind to, to do if we have the resources. And he mentioned many things. In fact, as I have the list here, there are as many as 12 items that there are. When we, we met at the beginning of the year that we have outlined. The tendency is for church members to think that, so now that we say we are going to do all things when we raise offering today, we will be able to do all things. Yes, if we have enough of the offering, we will do. But what it means is that it is one after the other. I will leave it for other Tony to tell you what exactly we will do when he comes to lead us in the offering. But there is a charge that you and I have to keep. A charge which is a responsibility, which is a burden. I want to take you quickly through Leviticus chapter 8 and then I sum it up with what, what some few things that I want to leave with you this morning. But what that I've said so far is that see that you have a rule. There is a charge. There is a responsibility. Amen. Amen. That you and I together will have to keep, we have to discharge for the church to move on. A charge to keep I have. When you read Leviticus chapter 8 verse 6, when God commanded Moses to to consecrate the people into the priesthood. That is Aaron and his sons, specifically in this contest. He began by washing them with water. He began by washing them with water. That is verse 6. He began by washing them with, with water. And before this was done, then the Lord has given us ensured that the tabernacle, the place of meeting, was, was completed. And also ensure that he has given laws as to how sacrifices are to be made. In fact, it is the priest that lives in, in, in sacrificing. So verse 6, to ensure that the people of God, Aaron and his sons, are fit. To ensure that they are fit. To ensure that they are able to discharge their duty very well. As priests, it began with the washing of themselves with water. So the first thing in the consecration process has to do with the washing of, of the people with water, Aaron and his children. And what this signifies is that they are being purified from, from sin. They are being purified from sin.
sin. They are being set apart from sin. They are being washed. They are being prepared. They are being clean. They are being made pure to be able to discharge their duty. The people who have a child of the Lord are the people who are clean, are the people who are pure, are the people who sins has been forgiven. And bringing it to our time so that we can place ourselves in the shoes of Aaron and his sons, let's rush to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 22. Let's read it from 19. Hebrews chapter 10. So I've said that the, the, the step in consecrating the priest and before the charge was given them began with when they were washed. And by washing, it means that they were being cleansed. They were being prepared. They were being made pure. They were being made holy. Their sins were forgiven. So then, they will be in a position to discharge their duty. Fast forward into our time and placing ourselves in the shoes as priests of God. Hebrews chapter 10, reading from 19 to 22 says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated us. So the people, Aaron and his sons, were consecrated so they could stand and offer unto God. This morning, you are here. You have the ability to enter into the holies of God by the Christian, by consecration. So just as Aaron was consecrated, today you are consecrated. Please, are you with me? Just as Aaron was washed with water, today you will be washed. Just as the sins of Aaron was forgiven, today your sins are forgiven. Reading on, move on, 21. And having a high priest over the house of God, 22 is what is important for me. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. So we have been consecrated. We have entered into the presence of God. Beloved in the Lord this morning, I want you to come closer with a pure heart. Look, when you, are, you stand up to come and offer, please do so with a pure heart. Destinies will change, yes. Breakthrough will come, yes. The miracles will come, yes. It depends on approaching the things of God from a pure heart. From a pure heart. Beloved in the Lord, let us have this burden of always doing things for God from a pure heart. Beloved, let us have this burden of serving the Lord from a pure heart. When that comes, when you do so, you will not mama, you will not grudge, you will not talk because you know that there is a high priest, a high priest of God, the one who creates us, the one who consecrated us, not by water. 
but by his blood. But by his blood. Please. There was an English person who said he don't like saying I beg. The one you say I beg. He doesn't like it because he thinks that it is dogs who beg. It's an Englishman who said it. I don't know what he mean by that anyway. But let me use the word I beg. I beg people of Dansoma PIWC. You are good people. You do things. But be motivated by having a pure heart. It is only through doing things for God. Keeping his touch from a pure heart that you reap the blessings that comes with it. Hallelujah. 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 Please are you with me? So come with a true heart. A pure heart. Heart sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies that has been washed. So like Aaron, we have been consecrated. We have been washed. We are made pure. So then we can offer. We can offer. Do you know that not all offerings are accepted? Not offerings are accepted. You can offer anyway. But you remember the two brothers? Right? At the beginning. One is called K. The other is called Abel. They all did offer. But what happens? One offering was rejected. Another was as This morning I plead with you. I want your offering to be accepted. Do so from a pure heart. A mind that approaches the throne of grace with faith. Amen. 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 Fast forward. After the word. So, so quickly, I just want you to know that we, we have been Christ. So we are qualified this morning to offer like Aaron. We have been Christ. Our, our sins have been forgiven. We are believers. We are priests of God. We are people of God. Christ has redeemed us. Christ has washed us with his blood. Read or write down Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 to 6 to confirm to you that you have been cleansed, that you have been consecrated. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 to 6. So all Christians have been consecrated. So we stand in place of God to offer, to lead in the offering. Amen. Amen. But the question is, now that you have been made pure, how do you daily work out that? And that is a charge to keep. How do you daily work out that you always remain pure? That you always remain pure? Because the priests were to stand at the door of the tabernacle day and night continuously for seven days. So if seven days make a week, then it means that every single day they must remain in the presence of God pure consecrated, to qualify, to offer. Prince, are you with me? And that is the charge. That is the responsibility. That is what God requires of us as his children. From verse 4, after they were cleansed and washed, from verse 7, sorry, there 
they put on a cloth on them. He clothed them with holy garments. So he began with washing, and then the next stage was that he clothed them with holy garments. He clothed them with holy garments. From verse 7 to 9, he clothed them. He put on a robe, and that signifies Christian decency. Christian decency. We as believers today, by the blood of Christ, we have been robed with righteousness. Righteousness has been imputed on us through grace. So we stand robed in the presence of God as people who are battle ready to offer. We have been robed with righteousness. Aaron and his sons were robed after they were washed. Today, we have been robed with the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. So when we stand before him, God doesn't look at us as people who are sinful, but he's seeing righteous people standing before him. And that is why our praise and worship, when they ascended high, his glory comes down. His glory comes down. When our praises and, and, and shout rise up higher unto him, his glory descends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today you will be washed. Today you have been robed with the righteousness of God. But there is a charge that we must keep. Now, after they were washed and robed, from verse 10 and 12, you realize that now they were anointed. Now they were what? Anointed. Today you are anointed. Hallelujah. We are anointed. And that is why we read from 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, that the anointing he has given us stays with us. And we do not need any other person to teach us. We have been anointed. Now, so, in preparing them, they were washed, they were robed, they were anointed. This morning, you've been washed, you've been robed, you've been anointed. Hallelujah. Now that that has been done, then they now will have to do their duty as priests. So what is it that they are supposed to do? To discharge their responsibility. And the things that they are to discharge is to offer to God on behalf of the people. So once they have been prepared, now they are battle ready to offer, to lead the congregation to offer sacrifices. And they require the following. Three offerings were done in that text we are reading. The first offering, they used a bullock. Verse 14. Verse 14. And they used it to offer the sin offering. I will not spend time here. They used it to offer the sin offering. Once we have been consecrated, we can now offer Hallelujah. And for Aaron and his children, they offer first with a bullock the sin offering. So, so we offer with substances, right? We do what? We do what? And today, mostly we offer with our financial substances. So we are going to offer because we have been prepared. So the offering with a bull is for sin 
offering. The second offering they did after they had been consecrated and prepared was to do what we call the burnt offering. And that one they used a ram. They used a ram for the burnt offering from verse 18. A ram for the burnt offering. I'm not spending time here. And then the third offering they did that day was the peace offering. Again, that is verse 22. And they used a ram also for the peace offering. So three kinds of offering offered that day. A sin offering, a burnt offering, and a peace offering. This morning, which one are you offering? Because you have been prepared offer. And once the offering has been done, then he asks them. Three things he asks them to do. As priests to boil the meat, that is not so much important for us uh, here in this, this contest. Then, the second which is important to me is the one he asks them to stay at the door where we read. And that they should be there continuously, day and night for seven days. And then said, and keep the charge of the Lord. And do what? Keep the charge of the Lord. What then is the charge of the Lord? Briefly, and I'll end. What then is the charge of the Lord? There may be many things that we can use to explain. But let's read 1 Kings chapter 2 and verse 3. 1 Kings chapter 2 and verse 3. But for purpose of understanding, let's read it from verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 1. So we read 1 through to 3. 1 Kings chapter 2 from verse 1. Are you there? From verse 1, please. Now the days of David drew near that he should die. And he charged his solo, his, his charged Solomon his son, saying, in other words, he placed responsibility on his son Solomon, saying, I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. And this is where I'm interested in. And keep the charge of the Lord your God. And keep the charge of the Lord your God. And I ask the question, what then is the charge of the Lord? So these are the charges that you and I, as priests of God, are to keep. Walk in his ways. So as priests and people of God, we need to constantly walk in the ways of God. These are our charge. These are our responsibility. These are the duties we are supposed to discharge. Keep the ways of the Lord. Walk in his ways. Keep his statutes. Keep his commandments. Keep his judgments. Keep his testimonies. For in doing that, you may do what? Prosper in all that you do and wherever you tend. You talk about breakthrough. You talk about destiny changes. Yes, it will come. That is good. That is what God wants us to do. But it comes when we keep discharging the responsibility. Keeping his ways. Walking in his ways. Keeping his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, his testimonies. Then 
our way will prosper. And he said, wherever you turn, your way will prosper. Today, I know your way will prosper. Because you are going to discharge your duty. So then, what is the conclusion of this whole thing? This bordering and bordering you this morning. It simply means that as people of God, redeemed of God, there is always a time in our service to God that we will be called upon to do something out of the ordinary. To do something out of what? The ordinary. We will not do things the way we often do it. And that's why in the year, once upon a time, we call on you to make huge offerings. We do offerings every day. But then we will mark at one day and say, this is what? Today, a mega offering. Because God wants us to do more beyond the ordinary. And it is one of the days today where we want to do more beyond the ordinary. As pastors, as leaders, we are saying, and you yourself know that our lockers are not locking, air counseling moves out. We want to work those things quickly so that we can enjoy a full air conditioning room. A charge I have to keep. You have a charge. You have a responsibility. I have mine. You have yours. Put all together when we all discharge faithfully. We will reap the blessing from the Lord. A charge I have to keep. Asundi, the Lord grant us grace to be able to discharge these duties well. Amen.